Hey, just a quick reminder, there's now a way for you to join our kicking team. It's a way for you to support the podcast, show a little love or appreciation if you'd like to do that, and most importantly, be involved in some exciting new things coming up. We'll be announcing those soon. Visit kicksomeadhd.com slash join today to check it all out. Kicksomeadhd.com slash join. Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, there are going to be a lot of plosives in this episode. Plosives? Plosives. <laughs> you know, when, when, you're, when you're listening to someone and their microphone pops and... Oh, the, is that called a plosive? It's called David? a plosive. I didn't know what that was called. Yeah, and the S sounds are sibilants. Sibilance and plosives. Well, we're in we're doing plosives today because in episode number fifty four we're talking about your post pandemic pivot with a little alliteration in it. <laughs> we've been we've been alliterating a lot lately. We have, but we miss our one thing, Dana. It's time for you and me and all of our listeners to kick some ADHD, David. Yeah. Bam. But we're pivoting because it's post-pandemic times, or it's close, depending on where you live and what's going on. And I'm in Florida, so yeah. we decided the pandemic ended a long time ago, even though it really didn't. But yeah, and at least in the U.S., I mean, another other countries, not maybe not so much, if, because I know we have an international audience. We sure do. However, for um, those of us in the in the states of America, we are you know, starting to get back to normal somewhat. Yeah, and it's not normal exactly, but I also just don't like it when people talk about the new normal, so I kind of just don't like all of that. But there are definitely changes in the air, and maybe in your country, if you're listening from somewhere that's not the United States, those changes are not there yet, but they're going to come for you too. So this conversation is worth having regardless of where you are, because the world is changing again, as it tends to do. Yeah, and what made me think, David, that we wanted to do this is it things come up in coaching calls. I mean, that's where we get a lot oh. of our fodder is it's I notice, huh, what am I talking about a lot lately? Oh, people are realizing the pandemic in the US is is easing up. Um, they're starting to go back to the office. People are starting to socialize. We have to readjust to this or adjust. do you can you readjust? I, I feel redundant? like I'm doing nothing in my life. My life is nothing but one big readjustment. That's what okay. I feel like, yes. So whether you can yeah. or not, that seems to be what we're doing. <laughs> right. Anyway, I was thinking grammatically. Anyhow, so it's so easy for us to impulsively dive in, to just throw stuff together, to piecemeal it. And we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to be intentional about who we want to be, how we want to be, how we want our lives to be. And this is a point in our post-pandemic when we can pivot and start to really assess, huh, what is it? that I want to do. And you, it's a moment. It's actually one of those moments where you have this sort of opportunity. It's like somebody stepped on the clutch and now the gear shift lever is in between the gears, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, mm -hmm. it's happened whether we wanted it to or not. It's not like we stepped on the clutch. It's kind of the clutch got stepped on, right? And so now it's like, which gear do we want to put our, our 
the vehicle of our life. I don't mean to like wax philosophic here, but oh, David, it, the vehicle of our life. I know, right? Uh, I'm scaring you with me, but you. That, you that sounds to, like it could be a title of a book or something. Oh, write that down. Someone, because I, 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 I might not hear this part remember. again, even if I edit this episode. I might, I might edit the audio for this episode and never hear this part because I miss things hey, sometimes. Hey, some, some listener, write down the vehicle of your life and tweet me, and please. Yeah, email it, tweet it, tweet so it. we remember. Tweet it to kick some ADHD. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. anyway, tangent. All right, so we do have a chance to adjust the clutch, the gear on our, the the vehicle, the vehicle of our life. Sorry. That's like a Latin pronunciation, honestly. Vehicle. We, well, it's we, the we German. We we don't say vehicle in our family. We say vehicle. Oh, that's funny. Um, it's a family thing. Don't don't. That's a different tangent. But you you you. This is a question that you ask your clients, and we've talked about it on this podcast in the past. But but it's like this really powerful question. Like, who is it you want to be? And you you sort of like dangle that out there as this carrot, like this thing that you can actually chase. But now there's like a new opportunity potentially for us to have a lane change or a gear shift or a something. I don't know why yeah. I'm stuck in vehicles. Yeah. But I, yeah. No, that. Um, yeah, you are stuck in vehicles today. Is there is there something we need to talk about, Dave? I need a motorcycle, anyway, Dana. Um, I do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I mean, the who do you want to be? How do you want to be? That's. That's what it's all about. Right. It's, you know, I, I want to be able to put papers away more effectively. I want to be able to get you know, more work than really. I mean, that's not what it's all about. That just leads to the other things. Right. And you're someone that I always admire for this. You, you have made major sweeping decisions in your life to create a life that's uniquely yours. I mean, you know, like leaving yeah. a big city and moving to the middle of nowhere so that you could have a different quality of life. And, you know, that's, how, that's like, yeah. so you, you, you it's, this is not something that you just talk about, I guess is part of my point here. No, it's my guiding thing. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So if we now have a chance to change something about who we are or where we are or how we are, then we should consider pivoting, right? Maybe? Right. This is cool because, right. Dana, you don't often give me permission to make like major changes, course, course corrections. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, David, stay the course. You made this decision a long time ago. You should stick to it. Not that you say you should because you don't. But you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of refreshing to think about the fact that there's a pivot point. Potentially. Yeah. And, and we've been thrown into this pivot point. Right. It's not even our fault. Now, right. So let's talk about there's two major categories of pivots that I have realized when I was putting all this together sure. one is the work pivots okay. and those may not necessarily be a choice some could be so mm -hmm. we've got work post-pandemic work pivots okay. oh, that's hard to say and then here we go the second category is post-pandemic personal pivots potentially perfect i know we're not shooting for perfect <laughs> we're shooting for consistent but i, I like that a, a lot the four p's there <laughs> in that in that one yeah so let's um zip on through the Work pivots first, because okay. I'm seeing that. And since we're, you know, we talk about work a lot. So the first one is, is some people are going back to the office full time. Okay. You may not have a choice. And I'm not hearing this as many from the people I work with. Most people have, um, it's more of a hybrid mm -hmm. back to the office part time now. So, you know, what you got to do is look at that. What do you have to consider? I know a lot of people said they got dogs during the pandemic. You know, what do you need to do? What new to take care of the dog? You can't just leave a dog by itself for uh, 10 hours a day and expect to have a happy home when you get back. Um, what routines and habits do you need to have? 
how can you stay productive and focused? You know, what bad habits during the pandemic did you get? Yeah. And, and what benefits from life in the pandemic can you take with you? Like, for example, I got fewer interruptions in my world when the pandemic hit, even though I haven't really worked in an office for a long time. The if you do work, I did work during 2020. I did work in a client's office quite a bit. And when people walk by and see you, they feel compelled or free, whatever it is, to stop and chat you up about something and break your concentration. And then the work that you were doing, you know, you got to find a new starting point and rebuild your concentration or whatever it might be, you know, or maybe it's not that devastating to me. Can't, it can be depending on what I'm doing. Right. But at home, that didn't happen. Like I can turn off the notifications from the chat and then just mm -hmm. check in in an hour. And then I, I can check yeah. in. I can be interrupted at a time when it's more convenient. So yeah. what what are the benefits of working from home can we take with us? Like maybe you can take the dog with you to work. Maybe the dog is a, is a, is a productivity thing, right? Maybe. Maybe. So it's just thinking it through. Sure. And instead of just zipping back into work, you know, what papers do you have? I've got a client who her office is, her home office has become incredibly cluttered. She's an attorney and she's got all this papers and stuff that really need to go to the office. So now she's finally able to take all that back and hand it to her legal assistant and say, here. Make this go away in an orderly fashion where we can find away. it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know, do your work clothes still fit? Nope. Did you, you know, the, the COVID-19 pounds? Um, did oh, I you, lost weight. I actually did. Well, I've gained it back now, but oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Do we, yeah. Do your work clothes still fit? What do you need to do? So All you're right. not that first day back. Like, oh my gosh. I don't have any pants to wear. Pants. They're so overrated. They're not necessarily yeah, on, so on, on zoom calls. You don't need them. Right. You know, so <laughs> I mean, sweatpants are good. Shorts, whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what do you gotta do? Fair enough. Think it through. Yeah. You know, and, and what opportunities does it create, right? You know, maybe yeah. like if you really want to stay working from home and your company is going to push you to go back, I mean, maybe it's time to look around and see if there isn't someplace you could work from home. Right. Maybe it's that now, kind of moment. Maybe it is that kind of moment. Now, one thing to think it through is I do have some clients who are staying working at home and they have piecemealed together this office at home. Maybe it's sitting on the living room sofa, or maybe it's in a corner of their bedroom. And they realize now, you know, I just sort of threw this thing together without thinking, and it's not very productive. Mm -hmm. Or I don't like to see all the work there every time I'm in bed or when I'm in sitting in the living room watching a show or whatever, and there's all the work piled there in the corner. What do you need to do to create an office for reals? If you are going to continue working from home, another facet of that pivot point, right? Yeah. Make if it's if it's yeah. now going to stay, then maybe it's time to look, and that's fantastic and, and, too. Yeah, and really, again, our motto: think it through. Think it through. Yeah, this is not a, a moment for impulsive pivoting, <laughs> right? Right. Good. Good right. call. This is a moment to yeah. pause before pivoting. To pause. Yeah. Pivot. The other thing that I've been hearing a lot about is the yo low effect you only live once effect so where people are saying i don't want to do this anymore i'm going to stop and i'm going to do something else i absolutely identify with this effect and i yeah. can point to a couple of times in my life where i've just made a decision where i was like you know what i am fed up 
with the way things are. I've allowed it to continue too long. I should have made this decision a long time ago. I'm doing it right now, dang it. And those have always ultimately been really good decisions. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I couldn't make one that would really be bad. I'm just saying that that so far, you know, I usually have thought about them way too long, honestly. I'm not impulsive about big decisions like that, generally. But Throwing it all aside. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? Life is short, dang it. And the, the older we get, yep. the older I get, Dana, I, 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 keep, I keep realizing I don't, there are things I just don't need to and want to tolerate in my life that if, if I don't have to, why am I tolerating it? Yeah. Yeah. And if you've, if you've got ADHD and you're in a job that doesn't fit for you, it won't work. You won't work. We've yes. talked about this in, in previous, uh, previous episodes, how important it is that you work to your strengths and your environment supports you and all of that. So true. And if you are in a position where it doesn't, you're going to struggle. Yes. So my darling husband and I YOLO'd years and years and years before it was popular. Right. Now they have a name for it. We just said we're quitting and we're traveling for a year and we're, you know, selling everything and we're moving to the country. Um, and that was the best decision I ever made. There are some realities of it that we weren't aware of then sure. that maybe it would have been good to be aware of. Like when you go from Los Angeles to a small town in Oregon, the opportunities for income are very different and you've got to really work to figure out how you're going to make a living. Right. But that's okay. Might have been you know, good we to figured know. it out. It's yeah. been good. Yeah. yeah. It's been good. Yeah. And yeah. so but, the beauty of this is though that if someone's listening, if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like you're, you're at least endeavoring to equip yourself to think these kinds of things through because Dana as you often point out like we don't want to step into a situation that is definitely not well suited for us with ADHD like you just said a minute ago right you know yeah and so but but now I like I personally know way more about that than I did before I started working with you (laughs) you know I it would have never occurred to me to 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 take a certain job or that that my day-to-day work could be more or less suited to 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 my ADHD strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Would have never occurred to me. Well, so I'm glad that it's helping, David. Oh, it's That's huge. good to know. It's huge. There's no there's no uh, way to yeah, it's it's unquantifiable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and the other thing about yoloing is I've had some clients do it. They've gone out on their own and they've realized being self-employed with ADHD can be really hard. Mm-hmm. It can be really hard to do because you're you're the one that has to do stuff. If you need out external structure and you can't build it yourself, you're not going to get anything done. But they they so they've tried it for a bit and then they've realized, no, I need to have a little bit more structure. So they've found a job that or career that helps that works for them. Sure. So it wasn't a total loss. In fact, the it's like paying tuition. The knowledge you gain. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So so any that's what I've got for the post pandemic work pivots. Anything else, David, that you can think about? I was really trying to come up with something that started with a P just to be annoying. But I no, I, I I'm good. I actually no, I I like this Please. thought process a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Por favor. Please provide a P. Yeah, an appropriate, an appropriate piece of the puzzle. Piece. <laughs> oh boy, 
I could never be a rapper. I mean, they produce that stuff on the spot, and it's amazing. I'm always, yeah, I'm always impressed. <laughs> so I no, I think that I think that's an, an an interesting thing, and I think it ties directly in with the personal pivots, right? If you're making a big work pivot, you're gonna likely some of it, some of the reasoning, the YOLO reasoning for sure is right. That's there's very personal reasons involved. Yeah, yeah, and the YOLO actually also oozes over into the personal definitely as well yeah Yeah. i can see that um here's what i've noticed going back is my work really hasn't changed Mm -hmm. it's always i've been virtual for 20s god 24 years or something like that so nothing so my day-to-day work really hasn't changed um but the personal stuff has yes and i'm realizing that some of the volunteer stuff some of the activities i was involved with some of the relationships i don't they don't feel they don't want to do it anymore. Right. And it's not because it's too hard to go out. It's that I'm not used to it anymore. I don't know how to make small talk. It's just, it doesn't, it's not lighting my panties on fire anymore. Yeah. It's not who you are anymore. Right. You're not, right. you know, there are things that are more directly aligned with who you are and who you want to be. You know, you're talking about social things particularly. Yeah. Yeah. There are people so it, I have just straight up cut out of my life. Just, yeah. just, I'm sorry. You don't fit anymore. And, and it, it, like, this, this is not, I'm not, I'm not rude about it. I don't mean that. But the decision has been almost that uh, cut and dried in my mind. It's like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm, I'm in this friendship. This friendship doesn't fit. I, we don't have things in common. The person sometimes mildly or majorly annoys me. And, I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of the relationship and I'm giving a lot. So, hmm, you know, so I've made some of those decisions in the last year or two years, really. A couple of years. Yeah, I have too. And it's, and it, it can feel guilt producing to Definitely. me. I don't know. Do you feel Absolutely. like that? Yeah. Like, do I have the right to do this? I mean, do, do I, I have, have the, the right? right to yeah. create the world that I want to live in? Right. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. And it's easy to feel obligated because somebody has an interest in being your friend. Like, I feel obligated. They might not have other friends. I don't know. You know what? You know what I mean? Like, I just, there's something in me from like, always, always befriend the person in school or whatever that doesn't have any friends. I always was that person. I would, I would try to be that, you know, I would try to create, but I don't need that in, in my adult people, people, none, none of these people I'm talking about are friendless. <laughs> there's, right. there's no reason for me right. to have any guilt. Yeah. And then, so it's, it's noticing that. And also the other part of it is, is who do you want to hold on to even tighter? Yes. Yeah. And recognizing, you know, got, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, I've got friends that, um, I'm just, I'm, I am actively in contact with them more than I was before. Yes. Because it, remembering to reach out to people is one of my big weaknesses oh my in, and it's just, it's hard for me to do that. I just don't remember. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm aggressively reaching out. Well, not, that sounds awful, but I'm actively reaching out. Yeah. It's the, the, and you're remembering without having to work at it. Right. So yeah. there's something and there's fewer more of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then the activities also, um, you know, does it, does it, and I, I, what I do for me is it's kind of this gut check and then a heart check does, you know, when I, and this gets a little woo woo, I know, but I think about the thing and what's my gut say, mm-hmm. and then does my heart support it? Right. You know, what are my, it's chakras. Um, what, what is this really the right thing for me to do? Yeah. I feel like you've been watching yoga with Adrian. I don't <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who oh, yoga with Adrian is, but <laughs> well, I do. It's a YouTube channel. It's really great. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it really is. It. It's been very helpful. But yes, no, it's true though because does she have goats? No, she has a dog named Benji. Oh. Yeah, Benji is like my favorite. He's awesome. Oh. He, he's well, he's. There's a yoga dog. I want to. Yeah, do this. he mostly just lies there, but he moves around and does things, and and then she pets him or or whatever while she's making these crazy poses that she's capable of that I am not, and it's fun. But those activities, like that's an activity, for example, that I gained here in recent history, yoga. Mm-hmm. I had done some movement work before with a coach who was doing Pilates and other things, but this is just really having a positive impact on my life. And I think one of the things that speaks to, that all of this speaks to is that we have a finite amount of time. We have a finite amount of attention, as we well know. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want to use the attention and the time on? And like, yeah. can we make wiser investments than what we're making? Yeah. I hate you to know, be transactional about it, but that's kind of what it comes down to sometimes. But that is what it comes down to. And one of the things that I think a lot of us realize in the pandemic is how fast a day can go boy, and how you think you've got all these hours and suddenly you realize this day has just sort of drifted away and it's time for bed. Right. Right. And that you, we don't have unlimited amounts of time. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what activities do you want to, do you want to keep? I, I love, now I'm, I can run more than two miles at a time. With nothing and I chasing love you, that. like you're not in fear of your life. No, or, no, I just, I just can run. I just run. I'm impressed. And, um, Honestly, I've never run that far in one and, spot. And it's so well, I had never had either, and I do it every day, and it's wow. and it's good. And like our naughty dog buddy ran away the other day, and I could, he was so surprised because I caught him. Oh wow! He's like, wait, you didn't used to be able to do snot. that. <laughs> I almost call him a little bastard, but he literally is. So there you go. Yeah. Well, if he were female, he'd be a bitch. So, you know, there's that because he's a dog. But, you know, yeah. 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 He said, whoa, who is this chasing after me and catching me? I usually can make it to the neighbor's cat food before she gets me. (laughs) Who are you and what have you done with my mom? Dang it. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So what do you what do you want to keep? What do you want to get rid of people, activities, you know, and and also how do you want to launch back in? Right. Start small, you know, go easy. Went to the, our first out, you know, a cocktail party outside at friends. And I realized after an hour I was done. It was really hard sitting there talking to people and I was kind of overwhelmed with it all. And I was ready to go home. Yeah. So be, be gentle with yourself. Be fair. Be nice to yourself about that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I um, I have a friend who will be watching something like a movie or a TV show or something, and she'll be like, "Hey, isn't it weird that none of these people are wearing masks?" <laughs> you know, because it was all filmed pre-pandemic or whatever. But but yeah. that's also still odd. To so I, I I was at a social outing last week. Big group of people. We all sat down at a table. We all took our masks off. Some of them had just gotten off of an airplane. They flew across the country to be. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, that was odd. And you just like. You got to give yourself some time to adjust. There are things about it that might seem weird. Masks are one of them or lack thereof. Masks or lack thereof. Yeah. 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 So just give yourself some grace. Yeah. And I like this. I like to start small. 
bit that you yeah. that you suggested too. Just you know, put your toe in, don't go crazy, because you know. I'm doing that with the things that I'm not sure I want to keep as a choir I'm in that I'm not sure that I want to keep, mm. and and I'm thinking about it before I just say nope, I'm done. Yeah. Because I, you know, maybe it's just because it seems so hard to do, and and. But I, my, what I really think, what my gut and my heart say, no, it just doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, it doesn't give you the things back out of it that you used to you no. know, enjoy. Well, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Time for new possibilities. Right. And then always noticing as you're rebuilding your life back in activities is what's the right balance of stimulation? What's too much? What's too little? You know, when, when do you feel overwhelmed? I know if I'm out every single night, I am not a happy person. I get really exhausted. And if I'm, well, now I'm used to being home every single night. And so I'm used to that. Right. But it really is nice to have some other things sprinkled in there. So some activities going in, but notice what your balance you need. Yeah. What's too much, what's too little. And I like thinking about that in terms of stimulation, because that's one of the big things we have to balance already you know, whether something is too stimulating or too, whether we have too much or too little stimulation in our lives, you know, that's something we have to pay attention to, or at least, you know, I do. But also I think it's important to think about the people in your life, like in your family, my daughter, for example, she's got a little different need for stimulation than I do. And, and so that's been a little bit of a juggling act here lately, trying to sort that out. You know, what, what activities can we do versus, you know, and I, well, that's a teenager though, too. Fair I, enough. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. And I've become that parent that's like prodding a little bit. Okay, let's do this, you know, because if you stay home, you're going to feel bad. And you know what I mean? Like, so there's, yeah. there's a little, that's a, that's a juggling act constantly as a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mine wanted more stimulation than I wanted, but I was like your daughter when I was a teenager is I was happy on the sofa reading a book all summer. Yep. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> mom, I was too. You, yeah. That's the way I, I was when I was a teenager. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's noticing. How do you feel? What's going on in your head? What's going on in your heart, your energy? And what do you need? How do you rebuild this? So it's a more sustainable life that works for you. Yeah. And it's, and it's, sometimes it can be tricky to notice what's working and what's not. Like sometimes I wake up and I realize, wow, I, I'm, you know, I've used up all my energy uh, for the week or whatever, you know what I mean? And and it's like, well, what did I do? I don't remember now, you know, you know like, I don't know. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it helps to not just think it through, but also to be intentional about noting how it affects yes, you. Yes. Noticing it. And, and that's a wonderful point, David, because what I do is I, this is, I want to know right away, but I often don't. And I have to just observe. Yeah. I don't, it takes time. It's not like you, you know, press the button and the light comes on, you know, you press the button and a few days later there's a light and you're like, wait, which button caused this light to come on? (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's tricky. That's tricky. Yeah. One thing I've noticed about me recently is that when it's cloudy outside and it's not stormy, it's just gloomy. I'm not as, I'm not as energetic. Right. Not as happy bubbly. And I, and this, and I used to think, oh, it's me. What's wrong? Oh my God. No, it's just. I just have to to push a little bit more to up the energy when I'm you know, emotionally not sure not with stimulants, um, illegal or otherwise. But um, it, yeah, I just have to work a little harder to be energetic and be the person I want to be. And I think that's a great place for us to come back to. Right? It's who do we want to be? How do we want to be? 
How do we want to use the limited time we have? I don't mean to like make this depressing and talk about limited life. Oh my life. God, David. I know, right? What if we die tomorrow? Well, dang it. If we do, there's some people I need to say <laughs> some things to today. So I might go say them well, anyway. Well, you better not die until after you've posted this podcast. How's that? Okay, well, given that we have a production schedule and we've recorded <laughs> in advance, I can't die tomorrow then. Because that's because okay. it's darn darn one thing's for darn sure I will not edit this podcast episode today. <laughs> that's uh, for darn sure. That's for darn sure. Yeah. All right, David. So your post-pandemic pivot. What's your next step? I actually took a step uh, about a month ago. Met with my boss and said this job doesn't work, and we have a couple of choices. We can find something else for me to do. Uh, we can shift my work responsibilities or I'm going to have to find something else. And I've been very pleased, not just with his response, but because I directly report to a guy that is a superb guy. But within the company, they're they're like looking for ways to keep me employed and create some new things. You mean they've discovered the awesomeness that is David Johnson? I still feel like there are things they I don't know. know. You're the only one that doesn't believe it. I don't, I, I really do struggle with that, but, but I, uh, but yeah, they've, they've, they've been fantastic about it. Uh, it hasn't changed yet, but, but there are some, you know, there's progress. And so that's got a timeline to it. I'm, you know, I've, I, I, that's, that's coming. So I'm excited Good. about it because it means that whether they, whether I'm there or whether I'm somewhere else, uh, that's going to change and it's, yeah. and it needs to, and it's, and it's positive. So it's a positive post pandemic pivot. <laughs> excellent excellent all right everybody so go ahead and let's kick some adhd by being strategic and intentional about our post-pandemic pivots and we would like for you to posit your i was trying to think of a synonym for questions that starts with a p but i can't anyway so send us your questions or your or really like as you're hearing this episode what are you thinking about pivoting in your life yeah, we want to know. Yeah, this is episode 54. You can find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 054. And you can comment there. But obviously, you can also hit us up as people have been doing lately on Facebook and on Twitter. Just search kicksomeadhd. We want you to sound off about your pivots. Yeah. Or All your- right, everybody. Go out and have a great week and kick some ADHD. Thanks, David. Thank you. See you, Dana. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.